my beautiful friends, and welcome back to Faith Field Woman. This is your host, Kristen, and today we're actually going to talk about how do we claim the promises and the blessings in the Bible? How do we claim them in our prayer? How do we claim them in our prayer journals and keep coming back and circling those um, promises and blessings? Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith Field Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God and what he has for us? Hi, I'm Kristen. I am an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God to design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited, and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God, and your family. This is the podcasting community for you. Your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen. And let's be encouraged. And I did just want to let you know, if you haven't signed up for my email newsletter yet, just go to faithfueledwoman.com and there is a place to sign up at the top. But I'm going to be doing giveaways. I'm going to be giving away books and other amazing resources and things that have inspired me in my faith. So make sure you go sign up because I'm going to be sharing each week for a while, some people that have signed up, what they're going to get. So uh, if you're in the U.S., it may be mailed to you. If you're not, it may have to be an electronic option. Okay, let's dive right in. Today, we're going to talk about the promises in the Bible that are meant for us, not just meant for people in biblical times or in the past, but are still meant for us today. They are living, breathing promises in the word. And that's what we want to dig into today. And I want to start off with sharing with you what Deuteronomy 28.2 says. It says this, all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. And oh my gosh, first of all, that scripture, you need to write that down. Keep that available because it's telling us right there in scripture, all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Right there, we're promised in scripture that we are going to have blessings come upon us. But we have to believe and also um, claim those blessings. And so I love some of the stuff that Mark Batterson says about um, the blessings and the promises that are that are for us, that are for us today. And let's see, he talks about it. And I was just trying to see which book. I think it's If, his book called If. And he says, when you meet the conditional clause of God's promises, you better buckle your seat. Crazy stuff happens. You never know how or when or where his blessings will overtake you. And he basically says, let me just see what I'm sure here. He says, there are hundreds of blessings in scripture and each one has your name on it. If you are in Christ, the blessings belong to you. In fact, they belong to you twice, once by birthright, twice by inheritance. He goes on to say, every promise has your monogram on it. It belongs to you by birthright, by inheritance, and your claim ticket is the cross. But another important point that he makes is this. Where has God blessed you? You need to identify the blessings, including the blessings in disguise. That's the way you steward them. If you don't share them, the blessings can actually become curses. Then once you identify when and where and how God has shown you his favor, return the favor. Count the blessing. Flip the best blessing. Repeat. So what is he talking about there? It's that he goes on to explain that God is not increasing our standard of living. He's trying to increase our standard of giving, right? And so he says it like this. What if you increased your standard of giving instead of your standard of living? And he's, he's really just saying to us that that's what God's expecting, is that God will provide, 
but he's looking for us then to do something with these blessings, with these promises. And he says, God blesses us so we can raise our standard of giving. The greatest blessing of a blessing is the ability to bless others because of it. And like he said in the last passage, where have you been blessed? That's where you need to flip the blessing. Where has God shown you favor? That's where you need to return the favor. And I think that's so powerful. And one scripture that's talking about these promises, right, is basically Psalm 37, 4. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, just to be clear, he's not saying, oh, you'll get anything you ask for, right? Uh, If I say I want a million bucks or a Corvette, this isn't what we're talking about. We're talking about when you are circling promises, when you're asking for blessings that align with God's will, his purpose for your life, for the way that you're going to bless other people through what you're given. In other words, the more you do with what he gives you, the more he'll give you to do more with, right? When we also give glory back to God, you know, and I think it's important to remember this isn't a, oh, just, you know, ask for whatever you want. We're talking about what are the promises that are specifically mentioned in the Bible? What are the blessings that we can expect? He also makes this promise in Isaiah 41, 13. He says, for I, the Lord, your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who helps you. Yes, that is right. He helps us, right, in these different circumstances. And then in 1 John 2.25, he says, and this is the promise that he made to us, eternal life, right? When we believe in Christ and what he did for us when he died on the cross, that is what we get, forgiveness of our sins and eternal life with God. And so what a promise that is. It's in Matthew 7, 7, which says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. But once again, this has to still be in alignment with God's uh, you know, law and what he desires for us. So it can't just be nilly willy, you know, like, oh, I want this job. But there's there's no connection back to God's call on us, you know, for how we're going to show up and serve, how we're going to show up in live, you know, in accordance to what he's calling us to do. And then in Romans 4, 21, he says, fully convinced that God was able to do what he has promised. And so I love um, one of Mark Batterson's books is called Draw. Well, one's called Circle Maker. And it's an amazing book if you haven't read it, but it talks a lot about um, basically circling the promises in the Bible and the blessings and then actually taking action on the meaning, keep praying on them, keep circling on them. He has great stories in there that really help kind of elevate what he's saying. And then he also talks about, um, you know, like walking, doing prayer circles, you know, physically walking around whatever you're praying for or about. And then he has several other books related to that one. One's called Draw the Circle, which is a 40 day, I think it's a 40 day devotional that just gives you little Um, shorter one-page excerpts about praying and um, basically the promises in the Bible and just kind of reflecting on things and stories that he shares. He also has a um, circle maker or draw the circle prayer journal, which lets you kind of write in for each day what you're praying for, what you're still circling, what God's answered, 
or what's super important for you to come back to, but it's kind of your way of keeping track for 40 days what is happening in your prayer life. So it's really powerful if that's something of interest to you. It's really good. And, you know, the reason I wanted to bring up this, bring this up today is because as I'm thinking about the many people that I currently have on my prayer list, and a friend and I were just talking about this the other day, the list continues to get bigger. And that's probably true for a lot of you. There's a lot of people that are ill currently or have been um, given a a new medical diagnosis or they're struggling mentally or they're struggling in some part of their lives. And as I looked at those names, as I was saying prayers for those people, I was remembering the book, and I've covered this on one of the podcast episodes before, called Revealing the Healer. And in the book, it basically explains how a lot of us don't realize that when Jesus died for us on the cross, he wasn't only promising us ever uh, eternal life, he was also promising healing our bodies. And so, but we have to believe it. We have to, we have to know what blessing and what we're being promised. And we've got to circle that and we've got to pray on it. And we've got to be confident in God's power to heal physically as well. And so it was just really powerful. And as I was praying for someone in particular today, I was pulling that back, the book back out and reading through some of the scripture in the book and reading through what, what the, um, this woman who has a ministry, she's an ordained minister, I should say, what she's saying about how Jesus, um, how we could be healed like Jesus was healed and basically how we manifest the healing power of Jesus. But I bring this up only to say, once again, there are these promises, but we have to know the word. We have to get in the word. We have to pull those scriptures out and we have to keep praying on them because of course, this is in God's time, not in our time. Right, our human idea of time is not the same as God, right? The Almighty, the uh, ever, the all-knowing God. We are stuck with how our human brains work, thinking that it's a linear time frame. But obviously, it's not necessarily that way for God. So, I hope that you will open that Bible more. You'll go get in some of these books, like Mark Batterson's books. They're all amazing. They give you some great little excerpts of scripture, but more so some stories about faithful people that prayed. They took action, but they prayed like it only was up to God. And the stories are just so inspiring. I think you're going to love them if you haven't read his books, but just get in the word, get around stories and testimonies that excite you to claim your blessings and the promises that are in the Bible. And just keep circling those ones that you are asking God to fulfill in your life. All right. Until next time, have a beautiful day. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Fueled Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.